one. Good morning, everyone. Can y'all hear me okay? Brad and turn me down back there if I get too loud. Uh, first, I'd like to thank Pastor Smith for asking me to fill in for him today. I'd also like to thank my two children, Crystal and Brad, for all the support and love that they've given me over the years. Very proud of them and how they have their lives and families going in the right direction with the Lord Jesus Christ. I'd also like to thank my wife, Carolyn, for all the love and support she's given me over the years. She's my best friend, and I love her so much. Thank you for all you do for me. Last but not least, I would like to thank my Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, for making me what I am today. I can't begin to tell you all how much I've been wanting to get up here and do this. It's not going to be easy. I'm not a speaker. I love this church, and I love everyone in this church. Born and raised in the church just over the hill, first brick house on the right. We've had a lot of good times there. Johnny, where'd Johnny go? There he is. Amen. A lot of good times. But today is not about me, and it's not about you. It's about our God and His Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He died on the cross for our sins. I'm up here today for one reason. It's not to replace Dr. Smith because I'm not a preacher. And I'm not a speaker. You can see I'm reading all this. I'm here because God put me here to speak to you today. Before I go any further, let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for this day, this special Mother's Day. Thank you for all the blessings in life. Use me today to help us with our faith, our wisdom, and our strength so that we may better serve you. Bless each and every one here today. Let your words be my words. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> I want to say a little bit about mothers. Where would we be without our mothers? We can't thank our mothers enough for all they have done for us. They are very special. I can remember when I was little at home, we'd get up in the mornings and no matter what time it was, mother had breakfast ready on the table. Who knows what time she got up. At night when we went to bed, Mother still was up ironing, folding clothes, sometimes hanging out clothes on the line to dry. But yet she still found time to read her Bible daily. There's a saying that a man's work is from sunup to sundown, but a woman's work is never done. Y'all just bear with me. I want to thank my mother and father. My daughter and Carrie Cummins for raising me in this church. I'd also like to thank my grandparents, Ms. Vera Cummins and Sam Cummins, Floyd James, Stuart Holder, and Hampton Holder for raising their families in this church. <clears throat> now I'm gonna move into part, what I guess is the preaching part. We all, uh, I'm gonna like to talk about challenges. We all have challenges. Our life is always full of challenges. Kids growing up, you face challenges. Young adults, you face challenges. Life is full of challenges. You have challenges in your marriage, challenges with children. We face challenges all through our life. Even in our workplace, we have challenges. And even in our church, there's challenges. We must deal with them and ask the Lord and Savior to help us, lead us and guide us every day. Put God first in all that we do. This will help with our challenges. Ask for God's help, and he will. Mm -hmm. 
There's three things that I want to, I think we need to, it'll, it'll help us live our life better, I guess we could say. It's accept, believe, and commit. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 32. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable. Psalms chapter 19, verse 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable. We must accept things and deal with things. Sometimes we have to adjust ourselves and accept the Lord. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And belief. We need to believe in God with all our heart, all our mind, and all our soul, and trust Him in everything. Mark chapter 1, verse 15 the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. We are, when we are hurting, God is near. He will never leave us. He'll never. We need to serve God by serving others. Mark chapter 9, verse 22. Be not afraid, only believe in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We must believe physically, spiritually, and mentally. Mark chapter 16, verse 16 and 17. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Commit. Commit our lives to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible answers every human need. It supplies the faith strength that keeps us marching forward. Never let anyone keep you from reading God's word and relying on it completely. We must commit to this. Jesus said, as I have loved you, we must love one another. That's John chapter 13, verse 34. So we need to accept, believe, and commit. And this is something that I just kind of run across that's to our church and everyone here today. Don't wait until the hearse brings you to church. If you do, you will go regardless of the weather, whether it be cold, hot, raining, sleeting, or snowing. You will go no matter how the condition of your body is. There will be beautiful flowers there, but you won't enjoy them. You will go regardless of how your family feels. The pastor may say good things, but you will do may good things, but they will not do you any good. There will be beautiful music, but you won't hear it. There will be friends and relatives there, but you won't worship with them. There will be heartfelt prayers, but they will not touch your heart. You will go no matter how many hypocrites are there. You will go no matter how much you are needed at home or at work. You will receive no blessings from the service. You won't feel concerned about your clothes. You will never have to decide about attending church again. And aren't we all glad today to be alive, well and full of zest, and able to choose to attend church today? And thank you all for coming. There are three things that God cannot do. We think maybe he can do everything, but God cannot lie. This may seem rather obvious or even a trick answer, but nevertheless, it's absolutely true. According to God's own word in Titus chapter 1, Verse 2, God who cannot lie. God and God alone can make this claim. God cannot change. This is also a rather obvious truth. God tells us this in Malachi 
chapter 3, verse 6, I am the Lord. I do not change. This is another characteristic which is unique in God alone. God cannot allow sinners into heaven. I'm not sure about this, but do you know how we know this is true? It's absolutely true because God himself tells us God cannot lie and he cannot change. So if God said it, it's the truth. Jesus spoke most assuredly, I say unto you, unless you are born again, he cannot seek the kingdom of God. I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Now, if God allows sinners into heaven, it's bad news for all of us because God tells us all of us have sinned and fallen short to the glory of God. That may be a difficult truth to accept, but, but you must accept it. You may have believed that you were pretty good, but now you know you are a sinner. If you say we have not sinned, we're making God a liar. And there is there a way to get to heaven? Let's look more at what God says to us. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There is only one way, and that way is Jesus himself, because he alone died for our sins. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We know this is true because God said it, and he does not lie, and he does not change. There's no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Salvation is only through Jesus. We ask, what must I do to be saved? The answer, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. You may say, but don't I have to do something? God gives us the answer to that. By grace you have been saved through faith and not, through, and not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not works, least anyone should boast. God made salvation so plain and so simple. Simply take God at his word. His word is true. You now know that you are a sinner. You know that there is no salvation in works. And you know that you must believe in the Lord Jesus Christ to be saved. Repent and believe in the gospel and in the Bible. If you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus and believe it in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, and you will be saved if you have repented and believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. Then you may know that you have eternal life. God says these things. God says these things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may be, that you may know that you have eternal life. In the past, you may have hoped that you were going to heaven, but now you know. You are going to heaven. Repent and believe. This is a thing here that I just got to uh, take time for these 10 things. Take time to work. It's the price of success. Take time to think. It's the source of power. Take time to play. It's the secret of youth. Take time to read. It's the foundation of knowledge. Take time to worship. It's the highway of reference, and it washes the dust of earth from our eyes. Take time to help and enjoy friends. It's the source of happiness. 
take time to love. It is the one sacrament of life. Take time to dream. It hitches the soul to the stars. Take time to laugh. It is the singing that helps with the life's loads. Number 10 is take time to plan. It is the secret of being able to have time to take time for the first nine things. The Bible. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not, will by no means pass away. Matthew chapter 24, verse 35. The Bible answers every human need. It supplies the faith and strength that keeps humanity marching forward. Never let anyone keep you from reading and studying and relying completely on your Bible. In closing, my main goal here today was to draw us closer to one another as a family, as a church family, as brothers and sisters in Christ. I hope I have helped in some way to do that. I hope you have a good and safe week. We will see you all next Sunday back in the Lord's house. May the Lord bless and keep you always. Thank you all for coming. And again, praise God, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.